Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end using the original Hebrew as a guide and the Greek as we need it when we get to the New Testament. Now, we are in Exodus chapter 36 today and we are reading from the New King James Version Bible. And let's begin. And Bezalel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan in whom Yahweh had put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary shall do according to all that Yahweh has commanded. The Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan in whose heart Yahweh had put wisdom, everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him freewill offerings every morning. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which Yahweh commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work or do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing. I love that. Their hearts were so willing, they brought much more than was needed. So for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done, indeed too much. Then all the gifted artisans among them who worked on the tabernacle made ten curtains woven of fine linen and of blue, purple, and scarlet thread with artistic designs of cherubim they made them. Now let's remember what we read previous chapters where we talked about the, the symbolism found in these furnishings for the tabernacle. The ten, here these ten curtains, remember it's five and five coupled together, five represents Torah, and there's two of them here because it represents Moses and Elijah, truth and spirit, because the, the Torah is truth, and we obey the Torah with the Holy Spirit, and that's the, the Torah in, right, in the way it's supposed to be done. Torah, Torah, with the fullness of God's blessing on it, the fullness of how it's supposed to be done. Yahweh's way, not man's way. The blue represents purity, the purple represents royalty, the scarlet represents the blood of Yeshua. And the cherubim are the heavenly, you know, workers of God. So, again, showing that we can have carved images, we are just not to worship the carved images. Verse 9, the length of each cubit, of each curtain was 28 cubits, and the width of each curtain, 4 cubits. The curtains were all the same size. Now, this one is the, the, seven, the 28 is 7 by 4. If you do 7 times 4, you get 28. So, Messiah, the number of Messiah is 4. We've talked about that. He came in the fourth day of the period um, of 1,000 years. The fourth day is when he was here on earth. 7 is the number of completion. And so, Messiah completed these people who are within these linen, this linen curtain area. The number 4, oh, we just said that. Again, the 4 width is Messiah. They're, they're surrounded by Messiah. And he coupled five curtains to one another, and the other five curtains he coupled to one another. That's the, what we just talked about, the Torah, Torah, obeying the Torah in spirit and in truth. Hopefully the two houses of Israel, Judah and Ephraim also, and with Moses and Elijah doing it the right way. Verse 11, he made loops of blue yarn on the edge of the curtain on the selvage of one set. Likewise, he did on the outer edge of the other curtain on the second set. So this is the blue represents purity and there's, they're joined together with purity, these two different sets of curtains. So I would say that's symbolic again, Judah and Ephraim, Moses and Elijah, spirit and truth. Verse 12, 50 loops he made on one curtain and 50 loops he made on the edge of the curtain on the second of the end of the second set, the loops held one curtain to another. And he made 50 clasps of gold and coupled the curtains to one another with the clasps that it might be one tabernacle. Again, these clasps represent 50, which is freedom, the year of Jubilee. And we are free when we obey the Spirit of God, right? He leads us in freedom, freedom from the curse, which is 
caused by sin, right? So he leads us in obedience to God. And then the two, <clears throat> remember Judah, the Jews, kept the law of God. And Ephraim, the, other, the northern tribes of Israel, they understood that Jesus, Yeshua, was the Messiah. So here's, and those who are truly gods understand both. And they're joined together as one in his hands. So they're coupled together with purity. They've been refined. And these, so I was, oh my gosh, I mean, I could just go on and on. I hope I'm not losing you. But God's people who are truly his, who are truly filled with his spirit and truth and obeying and become the sheep and not the goats, who will be with the face of the Lord, both Judah and Ephraim and any Gentile that is joined into those are joined together like Moses and Elijah are joined in spirit and in truth with gold. They've been refined as gold and they are free in Messiah because Messiah set them free from the sin of the world because they overcame. Verse 14, he made curtains of goats here for the tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. Okay, so the goats are the next level. Remember, they're still under the ramskin, but the goats were the ones, not the sheep. Let's keep reading and we'll explain. So the goats, remember, they're the naughty ones. They're not the sheep. Sheep are obedient. Goats are naughty. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits and the width of each curtain, four cubits. The 11 curtains were the same size. He coupled five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. Now remember, the five and the six. Five is Torah. Six is the number of man. So this these curtains represent, these goat curtains now represent the goats who they obey. They have some of God's laws, but they also do man's ways. So they're mixing traditions of religion with Torah. Verse 17, and he made 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that's outermost in one set and 50 loops he made on the edge of the curtain of the second set. So they're still free in Messiah, like free from eternal damnation. Let's keep reading. Verse 18, he also made 50 bronze clasps to couple the tent together that it might be one. Okay, here's bronze. Now the altar is made of bronze. It's a place where sin is atoned for. Bronze is the third level. It's a lower level of metal and it symbolizes like sin still and filth. These people were still somewhat in their filth. And I don't want to be there. <laughs> we could be there. We aren't. We can't even judge ourselves yet. We just have to remember to zealously work out our fear with salvation, um, our our salvation with fear and trembling. So we hope for gold. <laughs> I don't want the bronze. Let's not be bronze and still stuck with things in there that made it needed yuckiness removed from. Okay, verse nineteen. Then he made a covering for the tent of ramskins dyed red, and a covering of badger skins above that. Okay, so the ramskin dyed red is Yeshua who died for both the sheep and the goats. These are clean animals. They are clean people. God accepts them both, but one gets to see his face, the other does not. And the badger skin then is symbolic of those who are separated from God's people completely, and those are the ones in hell. So there are levels in the kingdom of heaven, as Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 through, what is it, 22 or something. Um, and those who get to see his face and those who are highest in the kingdom of heaven are those who obey God's, Moses' laws, and do them and teach others to do them. And those who are least in the kingdom break the least of the commandments and they teach others to break them. So we don't want to be on that side of things. Verse 20. For the tabernacle, he made boards of acacia wood standing upright. The length of each board was 10 cubits and the width of each board a cubit and a half. Each board had two tenons for binding one to another. Thus he made for all the boards of the tabernacle. Of course, that number 10, again, the number of, um, um, 10 represents redemption, salvation in the fact that remember on the 10th plague of Egypt, Israel was saved, but the Egyptian sons died. On um, the 10th day of the seventh month is the day of atonement where the children of Israel, those who believe in Yahweh, are saved and their sins are carried away and forgiven, but the other, the rest of the world is going to be judged on that day. 
by Yeshua when he returns. So just remember that number 10. Verse 23. And he made boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards for the south side. So the number 20 is the number of redemption. We've talked about that. 24. 40 sockets of silver he made. Well, it also is the number of maturity. I guess let me just stop here for a minute. Because from 20 years old and above, they could serve in certain manner for the armies of Yahweh. And so it's kind of like the mature ones also. Maturity. But those are the, you also have to redeem those. There has to be a redemption price sometimes when they took the census. So from 20 years old and above. So that's how that all links together. Verse 24. 40 sockets of silver he made to go under the 20 boards, two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenants. Now the number 40 is a picture of wilderness, humbling, redemption. So these people inside of here, we have been humbled. We are, we've gone through the wilderness and now we're tabernacling with our God. So with him in his tabernacle, that's what it's a picture of. And silver is a second level metal. So anybody who goes in has been refined as silver. And then of course, those who are within the linen garments or the the linen curtains are those who have been refined as gold. And for the other side of the tabernacle, the north side, he made 20 boards and there 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. For the west side of the tabernacle, he made six boards. He also made two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle. Now six is the number of man. And I'm going to point out here that I think this means that that we were though it's picturing the redemption of the redemption of man, because who gets to go in this tabernacle? It's man. It's humans. And he understands our weakness, and therefore, this forty the forty <laughs> um, sockets that we were humbled by, he used to save us. So does that make sense? Oh, I hope it does. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to get all my thoughts out, especially when my dogs are barking outside right now. <laughs> and they were coupled at the bottom and coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus he made both of them for the two corners. So there were eight boards and their sockets. Sixteen sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. Okay, so notice you had the number of man, six, but then at the corners you had two more boards. So it became a total of eight. Eight is the number of eternity. And I wonder if this is a picture of being sandwiched in by Moses and Elijah, Torah and truth, father and son, right? And they, by the power of God and his Holy Spirit, they get us to that eternity. They take us and make us what we couldn't have done on our own. I don't know. I see sometimes pictures that might not be there, but I see things. So feel free to share with me your comments as well. Verse 31. And he made bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of one side of the tabernacle five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle on the far side westward. Of course, five is Torah. So this whole thing is put together and held together by the Torah. Teachings and instructions of God. That's how we get to be his bride, his people. That was what he told us at the mountain, to be my people, obey these rules. And he made the middle bar to pass through the boards from one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold, made their rings of gold to be holders for the bars, and overlaid the bars with gold. And of course, the Torah is gold. It's the highest standard. It's beautiful, perfect, a picture of Yahweh, and it is a reflection of who he is. And he made a veil of blue, purple, and scarlet, and fine woven linen. It was worked with an artistic design of cherubim. Of course, this is a picture of our Messiah. He is that veil. He he is the the. Well, okay, so the Bible says veil, the veil that separates us from God is death. 
but who tore the veil, who becomes the veil through which we enter the presence of God is Yeshua himself in his blood. So he is blue, he is, pur- he is purity, he is purple, he is royalty, and he is scarlet. He does pour out his blood for us. And he is always doing the righteous acts of God, the fine woven linen. He made for it four pillars of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold and their hooks of gold, and he cast four sockets of silver for them. Okay, so the entrance to this, for this veil, what this veil is held upon is four pillars, which is the number of the Messiah again. He also made a screen for the tabernacle door of blue, purple, and scarlet and fine woven linen made by a weaver. So to come into the tabernacle, again, we want this picture of blue, purple, and scarlet, purity, righteousness, and the being poured out our blood, um, Yeshua covering us in his blood, we're redeemed by him, but also we need to pour ourselves for others. And the linen is the righteous acts of the saints. So to enter in, we need to be doing God's righteous acts. In verse that, in fact, in Exodus, I'm sorry, Revelation, um, it specifically says the ones who get to eat of the tree of life are those who obey the commandments of God. Verse 38. And it's five pillars with their hooks, and he overlaid their capitals and their rings with gold, but their five sockets were bronze. And so on that main entrance, the capitals and the rings were gold. So it was still the highest standard, but their sockets were bronze, so it was held together with bronze. So sometimes, remember those who make it in, there were sheep and goats. It's not the highest level. There's still some sin that needed to be cleansed. And then those who go in all the way to the main place, they their sockets were silver, it shows here. Um and so they were refined as silver. And the Bible talks often about being refined as silver and gold. So we don't want to just be left out there where our sin is still with us at the altar. We want to go in and press beyond that. And we want to get all of our sin out of us and be refined. I hope that makes sense. There's a lot of pictures in this stuff. Just keep looking at pictures online of this tabernacle and studying it. And it's a really beautiful picture. And let's press in so that we can be inside that holy place with the Lord and see his face. Okay. Love you all guys. Have a super blessed, um, Yom Kippur today.